welcome back to another episode of the Bearing Fruit Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. You are so right on time. Thank you. Grab a drink, get cozy, get comfortable, or if you're like me who loves to listen to a podcast episode while doing something productive, if it's cleaning around the house or cooking or or just doing things that you need to be doing that you avoided doing, um, or if you're going on a walk, or if you are listening to this while um, traveling, welcome. I'm so happy and so glad you made it. Um, And you, yeah, you made it on time. So good on you because, I mean, what would I do without you? What would I do every week without you guys? You guys are amazing. Um, I hope you've had a great start to your day. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope you've had a great weekend, a great day. What did I do today? I had a full on day of work. I worked all day and then I came home, did some of my uni things, my assignment, and now I'm podcasting. So I've had a full on day, but I love days like these where I can just be productive all day and just be doing things. Even if, even if that just means getting out of bed, I feel like I've accomplished something because I mean, oh my God, my phone, (laughs) let me just chuck this in another room. Um, also I am on my own with, I have the house to myself, um, with my dog. So if you hear my dog barking, like you did in my last episode, I really, really do apologize because I have zero control, um, of him. I have fed him. So I'm hoping that he just goes to sleep. He literally, as soon as I started talking to you guys, he literally went to the other room. So he either hates the sound of my voice or, um, he is very tired and just doesn't want to be around me. Either way, I just hope he can sleep through this episode because you guys, this is a really good episode. This is actually the first episode of all of the Easter episodes. And now I say all, I just mean I'm uploading three Easter episodes, this included. So this is the first official Easter episode, which can I tell you how crazy is it that we are in the week of the beginning of April? Like how is it already April? Oh my God, mind boggling. Anyway, if I think about it too much, I will actually go insane because there is, <laughs> the time is just oh, out of our reach, but everything, we have so much to do. And, and anyway, 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 I am so glad you joined me in the first ever episode of the Easter series. I just made that up on the spot. There is no such thing, but there will be two other Easter episodes alongside this one. So I guess it is kind of like a series because there's more than one. Can that, does that count as a series? I don't know. But anyway, today, today we are going to be talking about how to resist temptation, how to not fight temptation, but how to kind of overcome temptation, how to deal with it. It's, it's something that everybody struggles with and something that everybody faces if not every day, every other day, um, no matter whether you're Christian or not, male or female or literally anything, it does not matter because temptation attacks everybody and everyone faces it and it just does not discriminate. So even like if we're getting really in deep, like in depth, sorry, in deep, if we're getting really in depth with it right now, I can even say the Lord Jesus faced temptation. Why? Because he himself was human. So every human being on this earth has and will face temptation. But but you guys, there are always 
two ways you can handle it like with everything else in life you always have a choice no matter what it is you always have a choice but I want to say something like temptation is I, I guess it's a lot harder I don't know people might agree with me or not agree with me on this but I feel like personally temptation is a lot harder for believers than for non-believers and let me tell you why I feel like when you are a believer of Christ you abide or or like adhere to certain morals and principles and values that the Lord has um I guess uh, installed in us or in the Bible so you have certain principles to abide by whereas non-believers you kind of just do whatever you want in any regard I guess but we have the gift of the spirit that convicts us by letting us know what is right and wrong so if we are to do something I guess it is a lot harder once we or if we are to um, succumb to temptation it is a lot harder for us to overcome it because we have the conviction of the Holy Spirit to tell us what is right and wrong so temptation might not what temptation might look like to you might not look the same to look like the same to someone else if you know what I mean like as a Christian there are certain things I believe and if I was to succumb to that those temptations it is sin whereas non-believers they might have a different set of rules and they might not see any of that as sin or um succumbing to temptation so I feel like it is a lot harder for us believers to deal with it um so as Christians temptation is a real struggle no matter how long you've been following Christ you guys temptation can come in all different ways let me tell you oh my goodness it can come in the form of anger it can come in the form of frustration feeling tempted to be frustrated um, tempted to worry tempted to be jealous tempted to um, be lazy temptation of pride um, temptation of sexual in the sexual regard sexual temptation literally the list goes on and on the enemy is so good at finding our weaknesses and using temptation in that but i think that there is a common also misconception of temptation and that is um that temptation is a sin you guys let me be clear temptation is not a sin i repeat not a sin however what is a sin is complying or submitting yourself to that temptation or acting on that temptation for example there are many times I feel like many times that someone will do something i.e my brothers and it will easily frustrate me or anger me or get me super super like just oh what's another word for angry and frustrated like super like oh like that's how i feel now that is temptation right there in itself but the devil like in the background he's like jing me up to get me to be angry and frustrated but in that moment i have a choice i'm either going to let that temptation pass by by asking god to give me strength and not get me mad or i'm going to allow that temptation to cause me to sin which is I act on that anger or frustration and say something out of anger which I then end up regretting as usual so 
when I mentioned how Jesus himself was tempted by the devil, it, however, didn't lead him to sin. And I think there's so much to learn from that because he chose not to give in to that temptation. Let's actually refresh our memory by reading um, the Bible passage that I'm referring to, um, which is the temptation of Christ. And this can be found in Matthew chapter 4. I'll just read it from verses 1 to 11. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and then they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against stone. Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I give to you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. Wow. Oh, goosebumps. So Jesus here was tempted three times in the span of who knows, like literally who knows, but he was tempted three times at his most vulnerable and weakest point. Like he was, he was fasting for 40 days imagine not eating any food for 40 days and then being tempted with bread like by the way bread is my favorite thing i can eat that thing raw i can eat that thing every single day like i love bread so if you even just gave me bread regardless of me fasting or not i would eat that okay so for jesus to not have anything to eat and be given bread like, that is temptation in its purest form, okay? That's just the one of the three times he was tempted. And that's exactly what the enemy will do. He will tempt us when we are so weak. Like, he will almost make it sound like, oh, come on, like, it's not going to hurt anyone if you, if you do this or if you act this way or if you say this. Like, he is cunning and evil. And I think a lot of people who struggle with temptation think that, they come from God and that is absolutely not true like they happen because something called the devil also exists and something I also want to state like another temptation that I also very much struggled with in I guess my early years of teenage life um and I I even want to say up until last year I feel like I only really got a handle of it but I was always tempted to put myself down I always saw myself in the way that the devil saw me. I would listen to the lies that the devil would try and feed me every single day. You are not beautiful. You are not loved. You are not worthy. You're not smart. You're not intelligent. You're not funny. You're not talented. Like, you're, you, look, you look ugly. Like, he will literally say these things and I will be tempted to believe it. And I believe it. And I put myself down. I insult myself. I... My, my confidence is out the door. My self-esteem is out the door. Like, 
it was so easy for me to just adhere to his 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 words and listen to everything he had to say and once he tempts us we then allow ourselves to think certain thoughts allow ourselves to go places we should not go and make decisions based on you know things that we should not be thinking that's what i mean by we always have a choice like we always have a choice temptation will always exist because we live in a world where evil exists so as long as evil exists temptation will exist but before acting on temptation pray that you will be filled with wisdom to do what is right and have the strength to do it you know hebrews 14 sorry hebrews chapter 4 verses 15 a beautiful verse it says but we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses but we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are yet he did not sin and how amazing is that that we serve a god who went before us and knows our struggles and weaknesses and sure he may have not been tempted in the exact same way that we are tempted in certain situations he may not have experienced that exact same temptation as you but temptation is temptation and sin is sin so they all come from that one source so how good is it that jesus went through all of that so that he could empathize with us he could have easily just asked God in that situation where he was tempted by the devil. He could have literally easily asked God to remove him from that situation. And God could have done it. He would have done it. But Jesus came down in human form, just like you and I, so that he may experience the weaknesses of the flesh, but led by example, by choosing not to give in to sin. I could literally talk about Jesus and his his human nature, which I will um, most likely um, delve more into in the further episodes, in the coming upcoming episodes um, within the Easter series. Um, but we are tempted every day by how we should think, how we should act, what we should say, what we should do. You know, we are literally always just, I guess, under the Satan, Satan's foot in in that he can do anything to us and the way he does it um he gets us he throws those fiery darts at us when we are at our lowest so that we have no strength to to fight back so being tempted is something i guess if it, that's been enough in our flesh and bones i mean we will never um we will never not face some temptation. Like it's not a thing because we are humans. We are ancestors of literally Adam and Eve, the two people who ended up letting sin enter their hearts by acting on that temptation. So being tempted, being tempted is something that will literally continue to happen. However, like I said, we have a high priest, a God that can give us strength to overcome each temptation and I want to share some useful tips that may help you to overcome temptation and some tips that I feel like has really helped me um number one which is the most simplest thing and I I suggest this for every single situation you're in is pray so simple yet so effective the Lord's prayer such a simple prayer okay but it includes the line lead us not into temptation but deliver us from all evil how crazy is that 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 itself 
is in the Lord's Prayer because Jesus knew how badly temptation was something that we would struggle with years, 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 years and years and years later. But praying as Jesus taught us in the Lord's Prayer that God would, you know, lead us not into temptation is praying for our deliverance from even facing temptation. Um, so I definitely recommend praying because, oh my goodness, the wisdom that you receive just even asking the Lord um, on how to approach a situation, approach situations that might you, that you might feel convicted in. So I definitely recommend praying because I can definitely see a difference when the Lord speaks to you than going ahead and making a choice that you might later end up feeling convicted about so definitely pray um that's my number one top tip another one is know your temptation and what you as a person most easily succumb to we need to be on guard you guys on the things that could easily tempt us and my number one temptation if you are interested is like i mentioned before is literally getting angry like it's so easy for me to lose my temper temper like so easy and I think my my earliest childhood I guess um teaching was one of my earliest childhood teachings was anger is sin and that is not true anger is not sin it is a human emotion which you are perfectly and like perfectly valid (laughs) is perfectly valid and you are perfectly okay to deal with it like it is it is a human human emotion that you cannot control and it is okay to feel it but to act on it is a sin so when i am placed in situations where the enemy tempts me to get angry i am able to then recognize oh this is a trap and i am able to then remove myself from that situation or you know kind of choose to handle it differently because I'm able to recognize my temptation from the get-go, but sometimes in the moment I can definitely understand that um, in the moment of temptation, we are too busy or too in the moment to recognize it at first because of, you know, how cunning as well the enemy is. But that is why it is so important to get into the word and pray, like I said before, so that then we can kind of get a better understanding um, and discernment of how we can approach situations and what we can do when we are being tempted so that's another great tip i would feel like is know what you feel are your easiest um traps that the devil sets for you um another practical tip to help with temptation is taking preventative measures which i think is i think super practical right like if you know certain situations will bring you temptation like for example if you're a recovering alcoholic you're not just going to walk into a bar or if um you're abstaining from having sex before until you get married you're not just gonna go over to your partner's house to have a sleepover like knowing boundaries and um setting up certain yeah boundaries to avoid situations like these where you can be easily tempted is a huge thing like take preventative measures and actions to act on this like if i'm in an argument with my brothers because <laughs> those are the only people that i really really just oh 
boils my blood, really. <laughs> like, boy, you best believe I ain't sticking around for it to get heated because I'm like, literally, I said I struggle with keeping my cool. So, like, in that moment, I'm like, okay, I'm either out of here because I cannot keep my cool or I'm going to approach this in a different situation or if there's something that the boys say that they do it on purpose to piss me off, they might say it as a joke, but um, they know how to get under my skin. I have to be the bigger person or I have to avoid that situation completely so that I do not let the enemy trap me in my greatest weakness, which is losing my call. So things like that, just to make it easier on yourself um, is something I feel like you definitely should take it into account. And I would say my final tip would be to quote scripture to yourself, like always. When Jesus was tempted by the devil, the devil himself quoted the Bible to Jesus, hoping to kind of trick him by sounding good and holy. And my man Jesus, do you know what his response was? He quoted scripture right back at the devil, showing the devil's twisted and wrongful use of God's own words. Like, he literally said, uh-uh, like, I I can speak power over myself. Like, he literally, I think that's his greatest comeback was quoting scripture. Like, if I was to read, reread um, the chapter of Matthew chapter 4, um, verses 5. The devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. How good is that? Like the best way to fight Temptation is literally speaking power over yourself, you guys. There's nothing more than nothing more than literally just that. And there's nothing more that the enemy hates than you just praying and quoting scripture. Like imagine, imagine how much his blood might boil just to hear you speak such strong verses and they're not even like empty verses, like they hold immense power like i think a lot of people underestimate the amount of power that comes by just quoting scripture insane so there's always i think number one is reading the bible i think when i was struggling like i said with um my self-esteem and um just listening to all the crap that the enemy was telling me about myself I would constantly quote scripture of, you know, I am beautifully and wonderfully made and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and I am, you know, I am made in his image. Like just speaking scripture over myself about who I am, who I am in Christ, my identity. I am smart. I am beautiful. I am loyal. I am, um, you know, courageous and I can do all things through Christ. Just speaking all of that over myself, the enemy just kind of gives up in the end like he he definitely goes to find something new um to attack you through but speaking power over yourself like like for sure there are days where the enemy will still um speak those lies into my ear like he will still feed me those thoughts but now i am so able to first of all recognize that it's a trap 
and I'm able to quote scripture because I know exactly when I do I am filled with like this new sense of purpose like oh actually no the enemy is wrong once again um this is who I am you know I'm able to fight back in that moment I am not weak in that moment that's the thing if you pray as well in that moment your weakness turns into your strength so like I said all these tips are definitely um so recommended um because the word as we know it is always the sword of the spirit and we can use it to battle any anything and everything including temptation so remember you guys god never will also he will never forsake you in situations like these which is why also the bible is there and he also never allows us to be tempted beyond what we can take but always provides us with a way out and like i said that's the bible that is prayer that is um knowing knowing what your enemy like okay another thing the enemy he he doesn't have any new tricks he he doesn't have anything new like he doesn't have any new game plans like the things that he uses is he has been doing it for centuries and centuries so i think it's really good to familiarize yourself with where the enemy attacks you and attack him back because he is probably kind of thinking oh here we go let's let's go again and i think the last thing he's going to expect is you fighting back in that weakness so there's no new tricks of his it's all the same thing all the things we've experienced before so why don't we get on top of it by doing exactly what i just said reading the bible creating scripture praying knowing your boundaries um and when when i i feel like also praying another thing is I feel like a lot of people, I think I mentioned it earlier in the episode, a lot of people feel convicted and ashamed and guilty once they fall into that temptation and act on that temptation. Um, Because like I said, we always have a choice, but when we are in that moment, we are never thinking clearly if, you know, we don't ask the Lord for prayer um, or guidance, sorry. So if you do find yourself being tempted, just ask God for forgiveness. Like, repent the moment you feel convicted because convicted conviction should i say is so powerful and it's a proper gift from god to feel convicted like i've said this um in an, a previous episode of mine um called Conde- condemnation versus conviction oh god i almost forgot what i called it um and i mentioned in that episode that i pray for god to convict me and conviction is a huge blessing because i want to better myself in everything i do i want to better myself every single day be a better christian um so for conviction it is super important for christians that we know you know what we are doing is correct or you know we know what we're doing um is either right or wrong so the moment you feel convicted, just ask the Lord for forgiveness. Like what Adam and Eve tried to do in that moment, they sinned, they try to hide. But there is no reason for you to feel ashamed and for you to hide. Like God already knows, so just go to him and ask for forgiveness. And he's so quick to give it to you. Like if you feel if you feel like you have given in to your temptation and you go hide and, you know, don't ask for forgiveness, you're gonna you're gonna literally um i guess 
marinate in that hurt and shame and guilt and it's going to be even harder for you then to ask the lord for forgiveness because your shame is going to hold even heavier on your heart because then what the enemy is going to do is going to speak into you like yeah you shouldn't have done that why'd you do that like you are a horrible person for doing that so before he can get to that point go to god go to god Go to God and ask him for forgiveness because, like I said, he's so quick to give it to you and he knows our weaknesses. So just go to him and, oh my goodness, the amount of times I have acted on temptations and I felt immediate conviction and the enemy just wants us to kind of feel ashamed and, and marinate in our hurt and feel guilty. But the Lord, he literally wants us to just come to him and repent and seek him. Like that's all he wants. So there is nothing you can do that will not, that the Lord will not save you from. And that includes temptation. I think that is what I also want to, I want you to take out of this episode is it doesn't matter if you have fallen into temptation because, hey, we are going to be, there are going to be days where we do fall into temptation. We do act on it. But I think the key message at the end of all of this is go to the Lord and repent. Because like I said, he already knows it's nothing new the lord already knows that you've acted on this temptation so it's better to just remove that guilt and the shame that the enemy will try to kind of engrave on your heart um and just start fresh start clean um the lord's there to help you and guide you and you know any anything and everything that you do the lord establishes your steps so just seek him pray read the bible um and you will be just fine, my friend. Okay, let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing all of your children here together to listen to your word. Lord, you said you will never leave us nor forsake us. So when we go through times of temptation, please equip us with a sound heart and mind so that we may resist the enemy. I pray for all of those that are dealing with serious temptations and just wish to be free. I pray that you will not leave them, but help them through each of their struggles. Thank you for listening to our prayer. We ask this in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Okay, that's it from me, guys. Thank you so much for joining in for today's episode, the first episode of the Easter series, like I just made it up earlier on. Um, But thank you so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Like always, please make sure you are following the Bearing Fruit podcast. Make sure you have the little notification bell also turned on because that lets you know when I've uploaded a new episode. But if, um, if for any reason you don't want to turn that on, I upload every Monday at 7am um, Australian Eastern Standard Time. So anyway, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you next Monday. Bye.